Welcome to the world of Rex. This is Marvel A. Rex. I am a renaissance person, a guerrilla ontologist, a interdisciplinary provocateur, astrologer, occultist, aspiring rabbi, not there yet, but working on it, and an actor, writer, director, many things. Welcome to the world of Rex. We're going to be talking about the energies for the week of July 11th to July 17th. We've been on a theme of interpersonal relationships, a lot of familial themes happening where we're looking at epigenetic trauma, we're looking at our history, our lineage, our legacy, our past. There is deep maternal vibes happening right now archetypally in the sky, no matter where you are in any part of the world. So it's a lot of themes around feeling nourished, nurtured, you're receiving of being nurtured, but you also nurturing others. So these are questions that are coming up. They bring up a lot of obvious interpersonal dynamics that need to be teased out during this time. Now, this is kind of a special episode in the sense that one of the most, in my opinion, one of the most kind of intense aspects of the year is happening this week. The exact meetup happens on July 31st, but we are going to start feeling the effects now, which is why I'm bringing it up right now. So the exact aspect, again, July 31st, mark your calendars. We'll talk about what's going on on that day. Even as early as July 11th, we're going to be really feeling this energy. And for the astrology nerds, this energy is the North Node conjunct Uranus. I titled this week, Eyes Wide Shut, Faded Awakenings, Risky Business. All right. I gave us three opportunities there to uh, meditate on words as talismans. And this week is going to be the beginning of a series of shockwaves. So what happens when we have this kind of energy in the sky is that there's literally, I, I want you to think about the correct uh, analogy is electricity buzzing, like you can get shocked. But also electricity is like what made Frankenstein come to life, right? So there's a miraculous quality to electricity. Obviously, we as humans, we know when we study biology that we are like electrical beings. We, water is a conduit. We are made of water and we're having neurosynapses and all sorts of actually like electrical things happening inside of our bodies. I'm going to tell a really brief story. I was in a residency in Barcelona in 2018. I was in an art residency, film residency. It was amazing, beautiful. That's where my family's from. So it was very, very intense for me. Speaking of family, I was there in my homeland. It was actually in a place called El Bruc, which is east of, or rather west of Barcelona. And at that residency, there was, we were in this like just totally rustic, um, old monastery. And the house was very like haunted, very charged, beautiful. And there was ghosts. It was like just really everything you could imagine from like a Spanish countryside. Very, very hot middle of the summer. And there was a lot of Norwegians. It's a Norwegian-run residency. There's a lot of Norwegians there. And one of them who I love is one of my mentors. She's a just a self-proclaimed witch, but she's definitely like on a different plane and, and very open. And I went right near the monastery. There is a ceramics facility that's been basically um, abandoned, mostly due to the economy in Spain having very, very strong rough patches, and a lot of industrial places were just abandoned, left vacant. And I would go, and I was doing a photography series where I was doing self-portraiture and shooting images of myself 
in man-made spaces, like mostly what I considered like male-dominated spaces or, or like the manifestations of patriarchal culture and, and the Industrial Revolution, which ties in to uh, the beginning of capitalism and patriarchy. And, or rather I should say, just strengthened and fortified the current patriarchal state that we're in right now. And so I was taking images of my nude body in these like hyper-industrial spaces. And I had climbed up into some rafters, blah, 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 blah. And I'd come back down, taken the photos, and then come back down and talked to this Norwegian witch friend of mine, my mentor. And she was like, oh, oh, no, 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 don't go up there. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, you know, she's, like, freewheeling, free-flying. She's so, like, loose and goose, just, like, running around. She's like, yes, she's a yes person. And for her to stop and be like, no, don't go up there, I was like, what's going on? And she's like, there, the building, it was an industrial, you know, plant, and the building had been quote-unquote shut down for years but basically uh like three years before i had gone and climbed up in those rafters a norwegian a young norwegian student had done that as a performance piece and come to find out trigger warning death uh come to find out he was electrocuted by the building the building was not completely shut off it had tons of circuitry in it and he in to make to manufacture these ceramics and he got like I don't know how many volts shocked into his body. Just like, I don't want to, I'm not going to explain what happened to his body when the amount of voltage went in, but I'm saying this story. It's a little bit morbid. It is definitely morbid. I'm saying this story to say that this is the building energy of this time right now. It's like massive shocks to the system. Now I don't, I'm not alluding to there being literal death happening, although that is definitely something that happens with Uranus being conjoined to the North Node. However, because the North Node rules destiny, these are all destined events that are happening right around this time, July 11th to July 31st. And, you know, some people are like, Marvel, everything, you know, either nothing's destined or everything's destined to some people. And I'm like, there's just times where it's just amped up. The quality of karmic events, karmic collective events, uh, dharmic collective events just gets amped up. And this is one of those times, July 11th to, you know, at least a week after the 31st. So we're going into August at that point. I, I wrote the phrase, destiny shocks you. So there's a lot of voltage. There's a lot of voltage right now. And it's surprising. Uranus is a planet of surprises. So this is not necessarily anything that anyone is going to see coming, even in their personal lives. There's going to be changes, sh shifts that you're just like, whoa, okay. This sounds a little bit like the eclipse season I was talking about in April and May. And I will say that this is some sort of uh, continuation of that storyline to some degree. It's actually not as intense as what was happening in late April and early May, mid-May. But it is some sort, it's tied to that period of time in some way. So just look at your own personal life and think, okay, what's the storyline from that April-May timeline? And then what's happening right now for me? What am I adjusting to? What sort of shocking and surprising things are happening right now? This is a really big one. It's a really big one. And, you know, the the archetypal energies of Uranus are rebellion, sudden change, innovation. And innovation is like the highest, uh, most exalted form of this manifestation is like your life gets literally upgraded. Uranus to me is like uh, some sort of add-on or like a modifier that's generally like if you're working with it really well and being flexible can be very positive for your life you know you're just like oh boom wow i feel like more free which is also a key word for uranus is feeling more free more liberated so 
when it's in close conjunction to the North Node, which is a point related to karma and spiritual growth. This is the first time this has happened since 2007. So you might want to think back for those folks who were like, you know, cognizant at that time. Think back to what was happening to you in 2007. So this is a moment that's not quite going to be a total mirror to that period of time, but offers some similar archetypal energies as to what was happening in 2007. And it spurs an opportunity to truly pinpoint and embrace your destined path. So this is psychic chiropractic. This is literally like the energies around realigning you, whether your personality slash ego wants that alignment. That's why it's often shocking to the ego. So again, July 31st at 3.04 p.m. Eastern time is the exact you know, boom of this transit. And I expect that day and the days following and the days prior to be quite uh, electric, like think Magneto. This is some Magneto style energy. He's very present here for all the X-Men fans. And it's going to be intense. I mean, you know, the positive side is breakthroughs in your life, you know, realizing something about your life that you cannot unsee and just being like, wow, okay, now X number of things are different because I have that realization. Because it's in the sign of Taurus, all of this is happening in Taurus, and there's just been so much Taurus energy. We've really been in the slog of it uh, through the eclipses, and you know everything that I mentioned around the fixed star Algol happens in the last degrees of Taurus. So this is really kind of a tough position for both of these energies to be in. Taurus likes to things to be harmonious, steady, consistent, reliable, predictable. And everything I just said prior to all those words is in total antithesis to that. I mean, Uranus wants things to be blown up, basically. Just like, let's try something different. Let's try something new. Oh, you didn't, you, you didn't think that was coming? Boom, boom, boom. Here's three other things you didn't see. It's also literally the future. And Taurus, in a lot of ways, is more of a conservative sign and is more like, well, it worked before, it works now, and I want it to continue to work whether or not it, it really is for the future. So the, Taurus has a tendency to be a little bit more on the conservative side and not to literally branch out and try new things. So what is this going to look like? Well, it, it means very permanent changes in people's lives because Taurus is, once Taurus makes a move and commits, it's permanent. So these are big permanent shifts. They could be happening internally for you first, but they will physically manifest over the next year. And that is very, very real. The places that you'll see this in, in general, is like the housing market, the monetary system, the stock market. Uh, inflation, obviously, is huge. Environmental things in general, because Taurus rules the soil and the earth. So there are, there's going to be massive upheavals in these sectors. They're already happening. We can see that because the eclipses have been active now, actually, for like uh, eight months. So we're already eight months into a two and a half year or year and a half cycle, but like two year cycle to be kind of fair to it. And yeah, it's actually two and a half years if you think about some of the partial eclipses coming up. So two and a half year cycle, we're eight months in. This is a lot of around restructuring literally the basis of our life, the ground with which we walk on, our home, the the money that you use to purchase food, water, the environment, you know, these things that are literally necessary for the body to thrive. Uh, I won't argue that money is necessary for the, bar for the body to thrive, but the bartering system or just, you know, purchasing food to eat necessary to survive, right? Or growing your own food. So all of these things are undergoing massive shifts. I talked about this in my first episode, and this week it just gets like super, super highlighted. That's all the collective stuff. Now, it really is 
it really does depend on where Taurus is in your chart for me to know like, okay, this is where this person's going to be having massive shifts. But in general, we can just understand on a global, you know, personal level, but on a, in a collective way, the, the way that we can understand this is relationships, sense of security, and how you define wealth and self-esteem. Those are like the big things that each one of us will be dealing with in specific ways, again, which I would know if I looked at the chart, but in more general of a way, just feelings around security, wealth, self-esteem, what you're worth, and then how relationships in your life reflect what you believe yourself to be worth, right? Uh, there's that famous quote that's like, you you treat you you teach people how to treat you and also you receive the love you think you deserve right it's like that's that's a lot those are things to meditate on and to really take into account over the next year or so and especially right now i mean this is a really potent time to be like what's happening that's surprising take note of those things that you were like oh ooh that's uncomfortable i did not see that coming even if it's uncomfortable in an exciting way i mean all of this can be qualitatively across the board. I mean, Uranus is what I call chaotic neutral. He's not mean. He's not nice. He's just like, let's shake things up. So this can be happening in very exciting ways. It can also be happening in ways that are like really challenging to the ego. And and truthfully, each one of us with our egos, the ego likes to tell a story that is very fixed and is like, no, this is the story we tell ourselves. It doesn't change. This keeps us safe. This keeps us protected as we navigate late capitalism. And Uranus and the North Node are like, nah, nah, dude, this has to change. This, oh, you're, you're, we're going to give you some external events that are going to force change. All of this is like brilliant epiphany energy that is not always comfortable to the story that we've been telling ourselves for a long time. So my overall advice is to have a certain level of psychic lubrication in your life like literally just be like opening yourself up accepting things having a lot of gratitude for things as they're coming in being more of an improv artist an improv actor being like yes and okay let's work with this and again that's not to think that you're like a pushover or to position yourself in a, in a place where you're like okay i'm just gonna let things happen to me it's about just consistently grounding down with what feels true to you outside of the ego, which is a really hard thing to parse, but often the soul will speak longer and, and louder than the ego. The ego will put up a fit, but like just listening to the deeper roilings underneath and then working with the changes as they're happening. And these are big changes right now. This is sort of a midpoint. Interestingly, it's close to being a midpoint between the eclipses. So this is really like the intermission for the play, but this is a really bombastic intermission. This is like someone yelling fire in the theater, you know, like someone did something that you were like, no, ah, ooh, I don't like that. That feels weird. That feels intense. So that's all happening. And we will see sort of the culmination of this energy or whatever's coming up and cropping up in your life starting in October and November. There's going to be like a real strong act two coming in October. So this time period's a little bit like, okay, feels shaky. Things are under construction. I would also say to be really comfortable with things being under construction right now, like not having all the answers. Okay. I'm specifically talking to the Virgos right now and the Scorpios, but like anyone who's like, I need to know, I need to control. It's like the better thing right now is just to let go and watch what's happening. Not to like renege on your boundaries and your personal autonomy, but also not try to control every little outcome right now because Uranus doesn't play ball like that. 
and also there's this is a real humbling moment where it's like you may not your ego and the storyline you've been telling yourself may not match up match up with what's happening externally and there's just the you got to channel the inner Taurus, which is taking things very slow as you work your way through sort of the stickier parts of this transit. This is an initiatory phase. This energy will settle down, but just knowing that it's a little bit like it's high voltage right now. High voltage. It's a really great song that maybe I'll put into this episode. High voltage. Oh, the way we touch, the way we kiss. It's a great song. Okay, dealing with this energy. Be open to innovative or new ways to live your life in a more simplistic way. Simplicity is huge here because it's going to be so intense outside, like simplifying right now, just keeping it nice and simple. Taking an audit on your life and seeing where things need an upgrade. So like literally looking at your life and being like, where am, where do I need to boost this? Where do I need to feel more free? Like, what are the areas where I'm like, I need more? And that's okay to desire more. It doesn't mean that anything's wrong. It means, okay, there's there's a journey and a challenge there. Releasing things that create complicatedness or drama. Okay, this is the South Node in Scorpio. Releasing all of the baggage, the trauma, like working with it and being like, I forgive the people. I forgive myself. I do not need to hold on to this level of murky energy. Maybe having conversations that need to be had to simplify things. But not going into conversations wanting to complicate things further, but literally being like, I'm coming in with a resolution. I talked about this in the previous episode. Steady changes to lifestyle. This is really important. The thing we can control during these really high voltage volatile times is like little, simple, Torian things. How much water you drink a day? How much water are you drinking? Are you not drinking enough water? You know, you can also drink too much water. Like, find out what your relationship is to what you're ingesting, which is Taurus. Taurus rules the throat and the esophagus. What is going in? Water, food, nutrients. Like, are is the food nutritional? Is it coming from a like a a, a you know rich soil? These kinds of things, and and doing that in a steady way. As you've worked on the base, right? That's the base of, of like, is like literally what's going into the body, what's coming out of the body. As you work up from the base of all the things, you can play with the fear of the new and do some yes and improv, like I said, to understand what in your life needs to change, okay? This is all about change. I keep saying the word change, change, change. This is Uranus. This is the North Node. They're like, oh, big changes. And it's foundational because it's Taurus and it's long lasting. That is also why I'm telling people to be slow right now. I'm telling my clients to take things slow because the decisions we make this year with the eclipses happening in fixed signs, which take a long time to shift, is that anything you do right now has long-term ramifications. It, the stakes are higher in some ways because it's a foundation-setting year. So when you go sl more slowly, you understand actually what's more authentic to you as you're making decisions, not what you're doing because your ego is literally tripping due to the electricity of this whole shenanigan. So one, a couple things that I suggest not doing during this period of time is making sudden big life changes on a whim, doing anything that makes the situation more complicated, like I said, lying, subverting reality, gambling, or doing extreme lifestyle changes quickly without proper research and space to implement what the changes will be. That being said, don't let the fear of change control you. So don't err on the other side of being like, okay, I'm just not going to move at all. There is going to be some movement here in each of our lives. There is going to be like, okay, I'm about to make a big move. I'm about to make a big leap. 
let me do a little, let me take it slow and do a little bit of research. Okay. Taking it slow, steady, and really working on the body, like really working to take care of your body right now is more important than anything during this period of time. The nervous system is going to feel this level of electricity, I promise you. Now, a little, a few more things about Uranus forming a conjunction to the North Node. We can attract people or lessons into our lives that encourage us to detach from traditions or conventions that are keeping us from go growing. Okay, so this is where roadblocks get blown open. And often our ego, the moment that our ego sees freedom or like a new adventure, it often like wants to shirk away and be like, no, 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 I don't want to go. I don't want to go down that path. That's the thing I that's the thing I wanted. It's that fear of success. Like this is very fear of success energy of like, oh, my God, I have an opportunity to go this way. And yet now I'm terrified and don't and I want to crawl back in. I want to stay the same. So you have to fight that tendency right now and really look for where the openings are because Uranus is offering miracles, I promise. But it's not necessarily going to feel immediately good for the body or it's not necessarily going to feel immediately comfortable. There's a really big change point here. This is a really good time to make pivotal friendships or group connections. This, there's a ton here around community. There's so much energy with Uranus being the ruler of Aquarius or rather Aquarius ruling Uranus, both, both and, to make networks stronger, to make intimacy within networks, to forge deep friendships, forge group communities, right? All those things, big, 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 big with Uranus. And interestingly, it's about, you know, working towards community but the only way you can really be integrated into community in a healthy way is about doing the work to also be more self-sufficient while concerning yourselves with bettering the world right so it's it's always a dance it's always like okay am i being authentic to myself am i loving myself am i respecting myself am i taking things slow with my own process as things are changing rapidly around like that's the 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 actual contradiction of this moment and also can I show up for the community because I've been taking care of myself, because I know what works for me? And if I have to change, can I communicate to my community, look, I'm undergoing a massive change right now, and I'm vulnerable, and I need support, and I can't really offer support right now, et cetera, wherever you're at. But being able to communicate and work with a network of people in a way that is, you know, with nonviolent communication, with honest and vulnerable communication, and with, you know, the mindset of developing trust within a community. It also could be about retraining ourselves to change our definition of comfort, abundance, security, and pleasure, okay? Perhaps in a way that benefits the group or the planet as a whole. We're in such a tenuous moment in the United States specifically, but also globally for sure. And it's so, it is just so tenuous and there's a lot of like violence and there's a lot of control and power games happening. The U.S. is, as I said, is going through its Pluto return. This is big time transformational alchemical energy happening in the country. Often with Pluto, the shadow gets like sucked up to the surface before it gets transformed. So the process, I actually want to be really clear about this. The process of Pluto with the U.S. right now, which is the, the Pluto return, as I mentioned in the previous episode, is when Pluto in the sky transiting moves into the exact same location as it was when the, when the country was founded. 
the, the map of the country. So as I said, the founding fathers cast the founding fathers cast a chart for the U.S. in Philadelphia in 1776. It's a Cancer Sun chart, obviously July 4th, and Pluto is at the late degrees of Capricorn in this chart. Interestingly, opposite our Mercury. That's a whole other topic for another day. But essentially, Pluto is now in late degrees Capricorn here in 2022, and it is making what is called the U.S. Pluto return. Pluto is returning to the spot that it was when the country was founded. This happens every 248 years. Now, someone on Twitter who doesn't follow astrology said, you know, you know, most civilizations only last 250 years, and the U.S. is 248 years old. Right. Someone on Twitter posted that who does not follow astrology, does not follow. I couldn't I didn't get any sense that they had any idea about astrology or any occult sciences. And someone forwarded it to me and was like, is this the thing you were talking about? And I was like, yes. Amazing. Amazing that that just from a historical, like non-astrological perspective. Yes, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Now, there's we have the underpinnings of why we know that it's the Pluto return for every single country. And you can look at other countries, including the UK, including Spain, other countries that you can see where their Pluto returns were. And you can look at the events that were happening. And it's really, really fascinating because you see this level of like upheaval and control and like chaos and, and the muck, the shadow. I mean, Pluto is the underworld, the muck of society coming forward to the top, having, you know, um, mass shooters having Roe v. Wade overturned, all of these things are so deep and so significant to the U.S. going through a deep reparative process. But often it's like charcoal. It's like sucking. You have to suck the toxins out and they appear while they're in that process of being sucked out. So you see them very, very clearly. And we have to see them very, very clearly. That's the hard part of this moment is that all... I'm not saying this to say, oh, this is all okay, because it's not. It's deeply emotional. It's deeply painful. And astrology doesn't make any of this any better. It just, for me, as an Aquarian, I, I can just see it happening. I'm like, okay, this is part of a larger cycle. It doesn't make it okay, but it's part of a larger cycle. And we're seeing that this is going to come to the fore and that there is, on the other side of this, a massive transformation within the country, within the power and political structures of the country, within patriarchy itself. We are moving into a post-capitalist world. I have no idea what that looks like, but I'm definitely doing my research on it, and I'm curious to, to learn from others about it. And we will, you know, maybe live it. I will maybe live it. Um, some folks will live it, you know, future folks. And so, yeah, we're in this really challenging time as a country because Pluto is the most challenging planet to deal with. I mean, he is like the master. Uh, he He's the master. I, see, I always call him the master gaslighter, but he's even more than that. He really will just bring it. There's no fear with Pluto. Pluto's like there's no fear of anything. Therefore, the most horrifying, quote unquote, things that humans experience all fall under Pluto. Like the worst things you can think of that humans do all of that falls under Pluto. So he brings it up when he hits a sensitive point in anyone's chart, including a country's chart. So the U.S. as a country is going through a deep existential alchemical process that is very unnerving to the very foundations of what the country was built on, which was, you know, honestly, genocide. So there's a lot that has to be transformed there. What we can do as individuals, and I say this over and over again, but what we can do as individuals is really dedicate ourselves to knowing more about ourselves, like a science experiment, taking notes, 
putting dates in our calendar, putting events in our calendar of like, this happened on this day. What can I learn from it? How can I be a better human being? How can I be a better citizen of the world? How can I study some psychological stuff that will help me understand some of the trauma that I'm dealing with? How can I be compassionate with myself by drinking enough water? You know, like this, these are the, they're the little things and they add up because if you can show up for yourself, you can show up for other people. You can't really do it the other way. It's very corny. Very true. Okay. So that's the energy of the week. It's the energy of the month really is this Cancerian remothering ourselves, taking care of ourselves, and also seeing how important it is to be in community with people, including your family, whether that's chosen or biological. Now, the week starts off on Monday, July 11th, with sort of, it's just like immediate. I'm like, wow, relationship stuff. So relationship stuff is at the four of the week of July 11th. We've got Venus opposite the moon in Gemini and Sagittarius. So this is conversations, often conversations about relationships, trying to process even the, the shadow form of this is gossip. So I really hope that that folks are not necessarily engaging in gossip in that way. But the, the better form is like, okay, how can we have conversations around relationships, uh, shared resources, shared money, shared income in a way that is uh, freeing, in a way that is understanding the bigger picture and not getting caught in the weeds, but just being like, what's the overall goal for everybody here that makes everybody feel a little bit more free to be themselves? So that's Monday. Keep that in mind. There will be some conversations happening, definitely, and be mindful of them. On Tuesday, it gets really, Tuesday and Wednesday get really, um, a, there's a lot of work energy. Anytime the moon enters Capricorn, I'm always like, wow, people are working. <laughs> people are working hard. And it's going to be, yeah, there's going to be some kind of a dry couple days. Tuesday and Wednesday are like, you know, it's best to be focusing on kind of more mundane or serious matters, work-related things getting things accomplished, getting things done. It may be hard to do that because you may be on summer break or you may be like around relatives. Even if you are completely off work right now, it's a good time to just like organize something or like, you know, have a conversation that has some sort of like, it has a resolution at the end. Even if it's an emotional conversation with someone being like, what are the practical steps after this conversation like this is very almost like you know capricorn to me is like ceo energy it's like what are you getting accomplished it's not super it's a little uncomfortable during summer vacation for folks because they're like most people are not working that's not the case for me and a lot of gig workers but uh you know for those folks who are on vacation congratulations enjoy it and just know that this could be a time for serious conversations uh, with family members that have some sort of you know prize on the end like you did the hard work and there's some sort of like tangible thing that you can have at the other side of it but you know the big the big thing tuesday and wednesday too that began with monday it's like monday tuesday wednesday are all about like are my needs getting met are the other person's needs getting met this is just so much around relationships and like compromising and finding like balance and being judicial with how things are being shared whether it's resources or emotions or time what is the other person's love language? Do you understand that it's their love language? Do they understand your love language? Like, how are you communicating? Tons of emphasis on that. And again, trying to be practical, especially Tuesday and Wednesday, about how you can achieve a sort of balanced relationship or, or interpersonal anything. Thursday, a little bit more social. It's still kind of cool, like cool. I, I use temperatures to describe like just the overall vibe, like it's a little detached and cool. We got the moon moving into Aquarius. 
it's a little detached. You know, it's kind of an awkward day. People could be feeling a little bit like checked out on this day. Uh, A little more social, but a social with the aloof quality that often comes with the moon in Aquarius. Now, it is making some nice aspects to Jupiter and Aries, which means like, again, there's lots of opportunities this week to understand what you need and understand what you're desiring and what you want to go for. And, and also like you can take note of all those things and write them down and make a mental checklist and also understand that this period of time is still about social cohesion. So you can know what you need and then take time to understand how can I get that done without just trying to bulldoze people. Jupiter and Aries wants to bulldoze, you know, and, and I'm really happy Mars isn't there anymore at this point because it's like that's just too much bulldozing energy and it can really it can really destroy relationships in a way that's just totally not necessary. So it's good to like know, okay, these are the things I'm desiring, these are the things I want, and also I'm going to take some time and just like hang and chill with my friends on this day, on Thursday, and keep it a little bit more like loose. Uh, or if not loose, just more detached, not trying to get your way today. Just be in the flow of it. Now, the 15th is Friday. We have the moon conjunct Saturn is, you know, in square to the North Node in Uranus, basically. This is what's happening. So this is going to be a little bit of, this is part of this energy that I spoke about at the top, where like this day I could anticipate Friday being a day where things do change. There is some sort of unexpected something. You're like, oh, wow, didn't see that. That's highlighted. That's really intense. Don't love that. Or I love that, but I didn't see it coming. So some sort of surprise element on Friday, uh, a little peek into the destiny, you know, right around the corner, you're seeing something, a future reflection, perhaps having a conversation that feels faded, uh, could also feel really challenging. This is definitely a day where people might feel a certain level of depression that usually happens when Saturn is on the moon or the moon is on Saturn. There's a level of like, oh, this is going to be a slog or this is going to be hard or I just don't feel up to it. Like things just don't feel easy or accessible. That can definitely happen on those days. And then conversely, for some people, they'll just get a lot of work done on this day. But it's definitely not like, ooh, so much fun, happy times. It's like (laughs) we're figuring out what we need. We're working towards it. It might not be easy to swallow, you know. (sighs) Yeah, that's Friday. And then on the 16th, Saturday and Sunday, I like to lump the weekend together we have the moon in Pisces, okay? And I love when the moon is in Pisces. It's just a sweet old time. It's a like it's a very romantic time. It's a time to dream, to sleep, to let yourself rest, to, you know, get away from things. You don't need to be in the mix necessarily. And if you are in the mix, just make sure that you're having like an artistic time or a generative time that's like dreamy, like fun, sexy, what bodies of water those kinds of things. This is very chillax. And if you do need extra sleep, take it with the moon in Pisces. It's a great time to dream. It's a great time to just like, great time to daydream. Even you can be like awake and dreaming. It's really with Neptune there. It's just a time to like relax. The veil is very thin during these transits. So Saturday and Sunday is just like being open to otherworldly experiences. Be very mindful with uh, consciousness altering substances. But overall, just like chilling out, kind of tuning out a little bit, taking a break, okay? It's really nice, actually, for a weekend energy because a lot of people really take that time off. Romance and arts function really well here. So I went through the week. That was the moon, lunar phases of the week. 
overall, just be mindful of some uh, left turns, some 90 degree <laughs> angles, 180s, things that you just didn't see coming. But it ultimately is here to open things up for new ways of doing things and being closer to a community and a group. So think about what do I desire in terms of community? Do I feel happy within my community? Do I need to develop more intimacy in those spaces? Are there parts of me that are resisting change because I'm afraid of a new community or I'm afraid of joining and doing a new thing? Just taking some time with that. You don't need to rush the process. This is Taurus after all. Nice and slow. Steady does it. It's the tortoise energy. And uh, just this would be a great week to like have a little conversation with your fear. Have a little conversation with the places where you're like, ooh, I'm resistant there. I don't want to look at that. Ooh, I don't want to look at that. But just like play with it a little bit. Write, write, write a little bit about it or talk a little bit about it to somebody. Be vulnerable this week. It'll help work with Uranus's energy because Uranus is like, he wants to give you an upgrade in your life maybe in multiple places of your life, upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Like let's do this with more freedom, with more like spontaneity, more speed. Even he's a very quantum leap kind of a planet. Where can you quantum leap in your leap in your life? Where do you desire to quantum leap in your life? That's the good question for this week. All right, everybody. We do not have a guest this week. I am the guest with myself and I've been having a lovely time. I hope this was helpful for you. We will be having guests in the near future. I am traveling right now to see family, you know, very aligned with all the archetypal energies of this moment. I hope you're feeling safe, secure. If not, it's okay. There's a lot of high voltage right now. I'll link the show, the song in the show notes. If you feel like you need support, reach out to me for an astrology reading. I am here. I do astrology readings via Zoom so I can meet with people all over the world, and I do, and I love it, and just message me i'll send that link as well so you can just send me a little message all right i love each and every one of you i mean that from the bottom of my heart we are all in this world together we are working it out together we are all works in progress and this week we get a chance to level up 